Welcome to the HR Tech Spotlight Podcast. I'm Deanna Shimoda, CEO of Growth Mode Marketing. The HR technology market is crowded, and we know it can be hard to find the best software solutions for your business in the sea of sameness. On this podcast, we shine a spotlight on some of the best up-and-coming technology options out there. Check it out if you are interested in learning about new innovative solutions available in the market. And if you are with an HR tech company and interested in being considered for a guest spot, stay tuned for details at the end of the show. Hello, friends. We're back with another episode of the podcast. This time, we're putting a spotlight on EndBorder. This human connection platform cuts through the noise of daily communications and elevates the things that matter most with interactive, actionable nudges. By creating better human connections across the entire employee journey, Enborder helps meet employees' innate needs to feel seen, supported, and to belong. My guest today is Andrea DeMott, Chief Marketing Officer at Enborder. Welcome, Andrea. It's great to have you on the show. Hi there. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate that. Yeah, so we were talking before we hit record, and you mentioned you've been in the HR tech space for 25 years. Yeah. Tell us about your background in this area. Yeah, so it, it's been a really fun journey. I have done everything from uh, the spectrum on the talent acquisition side um, on how you find employees, how you bring them in and entice them to accept a position within your organization to the talent management side, which is once you have those fabulous people, how do you keep them, whether it be through recognition, learning and development, skill development, um, and things of that sort. So it's across the entire spectrum and really understanding that employee experience and what opportunities are out there for HR professionals in terms of overall point solutions, as well as larger systems to use across the employee experience. Talking about employee experience, let's dig into EndBorder and talk about yeah. what your platform does. Yeah. So, you know, we, we focus on the concept of being a human connection company. So we really, over the last several years in particular with COVID, had recognized the prevalence of hybrid work, remote work, people coming back to the office, and all of a sudden having complicated technology and information overloaded as an employee. And so one of the things that a lot of our customers came to us, particularly dealing with employee experience, is focusing on how do you manage that overload and really keep people engaged and retained and feel like a sense of belonging, even if you're a fully remote organization? And that has become their biggest challenge. So we have a platform that creates those connections across everything from pre-boarding to off-boarding and alumni networks, right? And it really cuts through the noise of those daily communications, as you mentioned, by really focusing on these interactive nudges that make the employee experience fun and informative. Um, and so when we talk about belonging and we heard from our customers about the challenge of really feeling that sense of belonging, it's really that the employee's innate need, if you will, to feel seen and supported and to belong as part of a culture. And so as a result of that, everything that we focus on regarding um, development in our connection platform is tying to those core needs. What is the story behind Emborder? Like, how did the company be? How did the founders decide there was a need? What drove them to create Emborder? Yeah, you know, so so Brent Pearson is our CEO and Enborder, he founded Enborder, I think, back in 2015. And 
it was interesting. The original concept for Enborder was this um, mobile app that allowed companies to communicate with employees better, especially those who were not necessarily on email systems, right? So it was targeted primarily at employers of hourly workers. So whether that be hospitality, retail, factories, et cetera, right? So Brent took his prototype to his network of HR folks. As we all know, it's it's a great network to have. <laughs> and there was one part of the prototype that everybody seemed to be drawn towards, and that was the concept of onboarding. And so he started focusing on onboarding and researching more about the links of the onboarding experience to business outcomes and how do we link those together. And that research was the catalyst to focus on how we create kind of better onboarding experiences and connecting employees from day one as part of their onboarding experience. So from that, we now have expanded our platform to really focus on, again, that entire employee experience journey and the focus of connection. And your first connection point typically with an employee is right from the very beginning. It could be pre-boarding or onboarding. And now we've taken that to extend across organizational development activities like mergers and acquisitions, um, learning and development paths where, you know, the concept of learning really being a team sport and how do you get people mentors within your organization. And these meaningful moments really occur throughout the entire employee journey. So we've really scoped um, beyond just that first touch of the employee to focus across that talent management world. So there are a lot of companies in the HR tech space and a lot that mm. play in the space that Border does. How would you explain, and as a marketer, I bet you can do this really well because you understand like, the importance <laughs> of differentiation, but like, how is Border different than the other options that are out there? Yeah, so, you know, we have kind of a unique point of view on the market, and and it really has come to bear over the last, I would say, couple of years where people were coming out of COVID and really kind of sitting back and saying, my goodness, what does my workforce look like, right? And really managing all those type of scenarios. So, you know, our philosophy on this in terms of our unique point of view is that employees need three core concepts or things to order to feel connected, Right. They need instrumental support for, for help in performing tasks, meeting goals, and making connections throughout an organization to help them meet those goals. They need um, real-time kind of information support and growth um, and that helps them understand how they are connected to the culture and the values of the organization. And more importantly, this may be a bit softer, but we need emotional support to nurture belonging, uh, build affinity, if you will, to a brand. And see how these kind of concepts of building that affinity and belonging increase performance, reduce turnover, and have more engaged employees, right? So that's what it comes down to when we look at this is tying this concept of connection to better retention and um, higher return with regards to employee activity and engagement. Speaking of higher return, you know, I saw on your website that you've gotten a high performer award a couple of times and best established ROI from G2. Talk a little bit about some of, you know, the things that drive getting those rewards and how you're being perceived in the market. So I think it's a couple of aspects, actually, as always, there's never just one thing. The first thing that we always kind of get recognized for is the concept of we've designed our 
solution or platform, if you will, for humans and not for operational efficiency. You know, as you know, having been in the HR space long as well, the rise of HRIS systems and really looking at those and saying, this is going to be your employee experience platform. And people realizing as they were rolling those out, it's like, no, 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 this is for operational efficiency, right? This is finance work. This is legal work, things of that sort. And so now all of a sudden people are like, well, wait a minute, that isn't really what we're looking to do. And so how do we create something that layers on employee experience to those operational efficiencies that you get with an HRIS system? So I think that's the first thing. The second thing is really focusing on how do you get something up and running as quickly as possible. So as um, staying with the HRIS theme, you know how difficult it is to launch those and you know it takes a lot of time uh, to get those launched. So the concept of how do we create something that's zero coding, right? That doesn't require necessarily a lot of IT um, involvement and something that's highly intuitive, not only for the HR professional to use, but also for the end user to use. So as a result of that, we've been really recognized for how we take those concepts and really leverage the power of belonging and connection and tie that all in together in a very easy to use, beautiful system that allows people to get an employee experience platform up and running very quickly. How do you think leaders should think about today's workforce and how to manage them? Gosh, it's a really hard time. I, and, and I think, and I say that just because of how many people I've spoken to where now the, the HR folks, if you will, have to create programs that are not only um, just for your working life, but also for, you know, mental health, learning and development and right, and really looking at that social aspect and how you bring people together when they're not together on a day-to-day -day basis, right? So HR departments are really challenged with this balance, right, of what we call the belonging crisis, right? And what I mean by that is how do you get all these people together to have the affinity for a culture, to have the drive to go above and beyond, to engage in your programs in an increasingly remote and hybrid work where perhaps they're feeling a little bit lost and perhaps as tied to a company as they have been in the past. Um, Actually, McKenzie, it's really interesting. McKenzie recently just re, um, released a study that shows about, I believe it was about 51% of employees who left their job in the past six months um, said they lack a sense of belonging. And about, I believe, 45, 46% cited their desire to work with people who they trust and they care for each other. And not having that, not having that concept of that support system or friends at work was one of the highest reasons to quit. That's really interesting. You know, I think there are a lot of HR professionals that have burnt out in the last few years when you think of everything that's thrown at them. And, and when you throw, you know, something like that out there, it's like, okay, that makes sense because they're, they're the people in the organization that are trying to make sure that employees are happy, healthy, and thriving, right? And when they're not, that just puts another layer of pressure on those HR professionals for sure. 100%. And then you add in um, another layer of generational differences, right? In terms of that, of how people want to be communicated to, what programs do they want to have and what will they engage in? And sometimes there's overlap, but more times than not, there's not overlap. And so you're in a yeah. situation as an HR professional where, my goodness, where do you start, right? Yeah. How would you say Enborder helps kind of ease that pain for HR professionals? 
Yeah, you know, I think that there's a couple of ways that we have worked with organizations where we we've helped with that impact, right? And I really focus on I'm going to break it down to three categories: uh, retention, uh, productivity, and growth. Right. So when we look at employee retention, um, a lot of our organizations work with us in terms of onboarding, uh, particularly with new hires, grad programs, things of that sort. And so, you know, how do we work and create engaged employees with you for the long haul? So, for example, um, Hugo Boss saw a 77 percent decrease in um, their three month attrition and 75% decrease in absenteeism. And that's because they started the pre-boarding journey and the onboarding journey and created this culture affinity right from the beginning. So no matter if you were going into an office or not, you felt like you were part of that organization before you even walked in the door. With regards to productivity, um, when employees, I think, have access to the information they need um, and people to do their jobs. So how are you connecting people to do their work together? Productivity source, right? So we worked with a telecom provider, actually, who saw um, about a 15% increase in sales productivity because we're really focused on giving them the right information to do their job, but more importantly, connecting them with the people they need to do their job, whether it's in cross offices, cross teams, cross geographies, right? And I think for us, the last part is grow. So you need people to participate in people programs. And this is the biggest concern I hear across HR folks is like, we have all these amazing programs, but participation is like, we can't get them to participate, right? So how do you get them to participate in programs and be successful, right? Well, and part of that is taking those programs, breaking them up, generational differences, whatever it may be, and creating these friendly nudges, if you will, and interactivity where you're connecting with people on the same varied topics. So uh, we worked with TomTom Tom, um, and they doubled their, their manager engagement um, with their people programs just by taking a concept of removing, if you will, the employee experience out of their HRIS system and putting in order on top of that. Very cool. And I know that 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 really is a struggle for many organizations. They make these big investments in these really cool technology platforms to help employees. And then if the engagement's not there, it's hard to justify keeping it, right? And I know a lot of times contracts have like, we're going to hit this utilization rate. So it's really important when an HR team makes a purchase that they have a partner that can help ensure that they get employees on board with it and really embracing that new technology that's meant to help them. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. So who is the perfect fit for Mborder? You know, we, we, we aren't verticalized, if you will. It's any organization really looking to drive connection and engagement across their teams, um, their offices, their geographies, right, with a focus on improving productivity and um, employee retention. Is there any sizes that tend to be a better fit? No, you know, we typically work, we work with organizations with 200 employees up to 10,000 employees, and it just varies on um, the scope of the program that they want to do with us. Thanks so much for being a guest on the HR Tech Spotlight, Andrea. To our listeners, I know many of you are involved in annual planning and company kickoffs. If you're looking for a fun, innovative way to get employees engaged and build those connections within and across teams, Mborder has a new offering called the Connection Networking Game that I recommend you check out. 
I'll share a link for more information in the show notes. And for more information about all of Enborder Solutions, visit their website at enborder.com. I appreciate you tuning into this episode. Check back again next time as we feature another up-and-coming HR tech company bringing innovation to the market. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Tech Spotlight Podcast, where we showcase some of the best up-and-coming HR technology options in the market. If you are an HR tech company leader who would like to be considered for a guest spot on this program, please contact me via growthmodemarketing.com or reach out to me, Deanna Shimoda, on LinkedIn. And if you found this show informative, subscribe, connect with us on social media, and leave a review. This is Deanna with Growth Mode Marketing signing off. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll tune in again next time.